from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Wednesday, September the 28th, 2022. No practice. Of course, Thai Cats still in the bye week, so let's get right into it with our guest, the play by play voice of the Thai Cats. It's RJ Broadhead. You can also hear him on Thai Cats this week alongside Luke Tasker. Uh, no show this week, obviously, because there's no game. So I had to make sure uh, you were you were earning your time here, RJ. Uh, I had to bring yes. you on the show. Thanks. Thanks for doing <laughs> this, buddy. Um, I want to start with Friday's game, obviously. Uh, you know, a few days later, it's not that the Thai Cats played poorly. They didn't lose because they played poorly. They just didn't play good enough. Yeah, it's true. There were there were a lot of positives, and I think that's what's frustrating for the players, the coaches, the fans is that they're in these games and they have chances to win, and they don't take advantage of that. and And it's just been a, a recurring story with those turnovers. It's it's pretty shocking. I was just going through some numbers, and in the second quarter, the Tiger Cats have turned the ball over twice, but have not allowed any points off of turnovers. And they've scored 122 points, which is more than the third and fourth quarters combined. So the the second quarter has been good. They don't allow many points in the first quarter, but it's that second half. And again, the two turnovers wind up hurting them. The the one late in the in the third quarter that carried over into the fourth quarter on downs turned into a field goal, and then Keandre Smith that fumble it basically turned into the end of game. Montreal kept the ball and Hamilton never got the ball back. So again, costly turnovers. I really haven't seen anything like this for this length of time. Yeah. And, and you know, the crazy thing is it's, it's not a good record. It's been a frustrating season, but there's still a chance. There's yeah. still hope. I mean, this this is uh this is a divisional game, and I'm sure coach will approach it as such with Saskatchewan coming to town next week. Um, Interesting, what, yeah. Yeah, what were you and uh what were you and Luke talking about at the half going into that game in Montreal? Like, I mean, because I, I felt I I you know I, I even took to Twitter at, at, at the point. I said, great first half. This is the biggest half of football the Ticats will play this season. Uh, but what what were you and Luke talking about as that first, second half was starting? Yeah, you know, it's funny, Louie, because we've just seen it so often in the second half that whatever the lead is, it doesn't <laughs> seem to be large enough for the most yeah. part. And so, I, you know, we were both a, a little cautious. We we thought that the Tiger Cats played pretty well in the first half and and really shut down Eugene Lewis, who had been a, a real Ticats killer. He had one reception for three yards in the first half. That's impressive to hold him to that. And I was optimistic they'd be able to continue that, but he ends up with two touchdowns and puts up pretty good numbers in the second half. So that definitely changed. But that's, you know, Luke and I were, were both pleased with the opening half for the Tiger Cats, but also didn't want to see the the same story occur in the second half. And, well, we all know it did. And fourth quarter, that, that was another thing I, I went through. And uh, only four times this year have the Tiger Cats allowed, not allowed double digits in points allowed from the other team. So just four times they've held the opponents out of double digits all season long. And that's, that's tough when you, you don't build up a big enough lead. It's you're, you're going to have a four and 10 record. Yeah. Four and 10 is where they stand. Like you said, the season's not over. It Can you, can you not help, but think, man, what this season could have been though. I mean, even watching that game, Pappy White goes out, 
Tim White yep. goes out on the very next play. Luckily, Tim came back. Pappy didn't. Randall Jr. going down. Obviously, nice to hear that it was all more precautionary than anything yes. else in him flying back. But, I mean, we can go on. RJ, uh, uh, Chris Van Zyl, uh, Braylon Addison, Dane Evans for games, Simone. I mean, how do you stop yourself from thinking, what if? Well, it's it's really a, a tough situation. I went through before that Montreal game and counted 12 players who would be starters for the Tiger Cats who were injured. And then I went through Montreal's, and they had, I, I'm guessing, uh, about five. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a big difference. When you have, basically, if you have 12 guys out that would be starters, that's that's one side of the, of the ball. Yeah. But, obviously, special teams are mixed in. There's guys on defense and offense. So, you know, the Tiger Cats are are admirable in the sense they don't use that as an excuse, but... They've had to, to plug and play with a lot of players who have shown that they can take advantage of the opportunity. But when your starters are hurt, it, it is very, very difficult. But I've been saying it, Louis. I don't think there's going to be a crossover. Yeah, you have been saying that. We have you on tape weeks ago, months ago saying that. So we'll, we'll bring it back uh, one way or the other. We're bringing that back, RJ, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, you, we mentioned the, the four dead. We mentioned the injuries. Obviously, the season's not over. You don't think there's going to be a crossover. So that's, I guess, what 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 encourages me about the game on, on Friday is that if that game was week one or week two, you're thinking, okay, yeah, you know, it's a tough loss. That's not the way you want to lose a game. Keandre Smith's going to learn for this. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It was week 15, 16, wherever we're at in the season. Uh, so what what encourages you about that game moving forward into the final four weeks of the season? Hmm. Well, um, they were in another game, a one-score loss. It's not like they were, they were blown out. So they – it just really comes down to turnovers. It's 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 funny when I'm doing the the statistics. I keep my own little stats and and I'll go through and how Tiger Cats lose this game, yeah. and then it always boils down to the turnovers and the turnovers again. I mentioned how, how they were costly. A field goal on one of them and um, and a game Montreal was able to run the clock out. So it's it's the turnovers over and over. They have to protect the football. They know that, but it. it it has to happen. It has to happen now. And again, I, I love the situation there. And, and just with with fate, with the riders coming to Hamilton yeah. on October the 7th, I mean, you <laughs> when that schedule came out, kind of thought, well, how much is that game going to mean? Well, it, it's going to be huge. Yeah, crammed between uh, a couple of divisional matchups as well with uh, the Ottawa-Ottawa uh, finish to the season uh, yeah, four games. Um, just something you, you made me think of there is, as we're talking about this, this four and 10 football team with four weeks left to go. I mean, there really is a, a belief in that room that they're still a good football team. And they are. They are a good football team. They just can't make those mistakes and they have to make the plays when they get the opportunity. I think it's fascinating because the Riders play Winnipeg on Friday and Winnipeg is mm. going to be an angry football team. They have a chance to wrap up a a home playoff game, but they've been festering on this Hamilton loss. I think the most points they've given up in about seven years or something I read. So uh, they've been thinking about that. They're going to be hungry to lock up a a home playoff date. So that's not going to be easy for the riders. And then it's Friday against Hamilton. So the scenario there is if the riders lose to Winnipeg, 
and Hamilton can beat the Riders, then they'll be within two points, the Tiger Cats will, of the Riders, and they'll have a game in hand. So mm. let's say Tiger Cats take care of that game in hand. They're essentially tied with the Riders, so that's exactly where they want to be. A tie is fine. There won't be a crossover if there's a tie. The team from the West has to outright beat the third-place team in the East. So a tie is all the Tiger Cats have to go for, and it is definitely possible, but they need a little help. They need the Bombers to be the Bombers on Friday, and they have to be the Tiger Cats that we saw against Winnipeg on October the 7th and win that game against the Riders. Uh, Dan Evans, another st- a solid performance. Obviously, he didn't get the touchdowns that he wanted, but the, the numbers were there. The completion was solid at 78%. He held on to the football when he needed to. And uh, really encouraging to see back-to-back strong performances uh, from number nine for the Ticats. Oh, absolutely, Louie. I'm, I'm loving Dane's game the last the last two games. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier with the injuries to receivers. That's not easy because, you know, David Ungerer, credit to him, he came in and had a fantastic game. And Dane Evans had confidence in him and went to him numerous times. So there were uh, uh, a lot of receivers. Again, Dane threw the ball around, distributed it well. Wes Hills ran well. The The offensive line was was pretty solid again. But uh, Dane Evans' game is pretty close to where it needs to be, if not where it needs to be for this final stretch run. And that gives the Tiger Cats a chance. Yeah. And, you know, something Dane said a couple of weeks ago before the this really solid performance against Winnipeg, he said when you're, your mind's right, your body seems to follow. And, uh, and for sure, we know Dane's been – Talking a lot about that. Uh, when you were talking about turnovers, I thought of it. Uh, a a Ty Cats audio network secret that that our listeners <laughs> might not listen is that every game, Andy Fantuz's third key will be turnovers. Win the turnover battle. So I know that that might come as a big surprise. Hopefully, I'm not ruining anything on the Ty Cats audio network here. But to that point, RJ, uh, we've been doing this now for uh, about 18 months when we first got this up and running. Now, um, how have you how have you been enjoying it? I mean, obviously, it's a lot of fun to call football games. It's a lot more fun to call winning football games. But football was something that was new to you. You had been in the business for a while. Just take us through what the the last 18 months have been like here for at the Ticats Audio Network. You know, really, Louie, it's been career rejuvenating. It has been so much fun. And, and that's the big word. You have to have fun when you're when you're doing this job call it a job call it work it's that's maybe stretching it a little bit but don't tell people so- that don't tell for, <laughs> RJ, I, you know, people t- people ask me all the time i'm like it's still a job even, yes, even, right. no matter how much fun you're having i always like to tell people because they're like oh how's work i'm like oh it's still a job well isn't it the best job ever it, yeah but like i don't want to rub it in your face so anyway yes it's still a yeah. job let's pick it up from there <laughs> yeah there 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 is a paycheck for sure but <laughs> yeah. every everybody's so great we've got We've gotten to know uh, each other personally and, you know, talk about families and have some some laughs. And uh, I know we all kind of keep in touch over text messages or Zoom <laughs> or uh, Riverside uh, chats. So it's it's uh, it, it's been so much fun. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed that Winnipeg win. I, I've told. Well, I, I think I was on with you and, yep. and Luke talking about it. It, it. I was exhausted. I put so much emotion into that game. Yeah which I love. I don't mind being exhausted. I can yeah. handle that. that. That's a good sign for the Tiger Cats, but it was uh, that was a little overdue, I would say, and I, I think the Tiger Cats needed that, and, and they have to rekindle that game that they had against the Bombers in, the, in their final four games to, to have a chance. But as far as, 
Because me, I'm I I can't wait to get to the to the stadium for games. It's it's been so much fun. It really, I mean, there's there's a different buzz, right? I mean that that really is for me. It's the pregame stuff that I love. That I love the walking around. I love talking to people. The game itself is awesome, but you know. You you could have your day ruined by by a bad game. Everything beforehand, like there's so much optimism. People are high fiving, you know. I I but yeah, you, you you nailed it right on the head from a broadcasting perspective because I am a, a younger broadcaster, <laughs> but oh, I also know there's yeah, a next a baby. but there's but there's <laughs> there's a next generation of broadcasting students, and I know how much the business has changed even the, in the time that I've been in the business. So so what would your piece of advice be for? a young broadcaster who's looking to make their way into the industry and for what you've done, which is again, that career rejuvenation, that new sport, the new opportunity. Uh, what, what, what advice would you have for, for a young broadcaster listening to this? I'd basically tell them just to never say no. If you're asked to do something, do it. And it might not be your favorite sport or your favorite role, but do it, do a good job at it. And it might lead to that, that dream job down the road, but never say no. And I guess the, you never know what that dream job is going to be. Right. I mean, you, you might think you're somewhere and, and this is what you want to do. And then life throws you a curveball, and, and just being open to, to opportunities, I guess, is, uh, is something we all have to be open to. Well, it's true. In this business, uh, I've said it a, a lot and I've talked to a lot of people in the business. A lot of it is right place at the right time. And, and you know, fate will will guide you, I guess, uh, to the to the right spot eventually. And um, you know, sometimes you might miss out on a on a job, but it was probably meant to be, and something better is coming up down the road. Great, great piece of advice. And I, I you know, I'm always amazed at the the level of talent of the guys that we work with. Um, you know, to see to see Luke and Andy and Courtney and and Mike who who just last year we're playing and taking these tackles and then to come see them do a job that I think I do. Okay. And then they are amazing at that. It's just like, okay, yeah, it's humbling. You're not only are you a good football player, but you're also pretty good at this too. Well, you're right, Louie, but that's the professional athletes in them. Yeah. They, they, they've, they know how to follow instruction. They know yeah. how to be coached. They want that and they listen. And, and what I find with, with all of those guys, you, you mentioned fantastic guys, number one, but, if they're ever given a critique or uh, maybe just some advice, they don't make that mistake again. Hmm. It's 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 very impressive, and that's that's the the professional athlete in them, and and the coachability in them, and and they all want to get better. They all want to be really good at it, and in fact, they all are really good <laughs> at it, like you mentioned. But. But uh, you know the perfectionist is also in a in a professional athlete and people in our role too, Louis. You want to always be better than you were last time and and be the best at what you do. So it's um, it, it's there's definitely some similarities yeah. in broadcasting and and being an athlete. Uh, I'm taking a couple of days off next week. Can uh, can you fill in what? on that? I know, I know. I I can't say why yet, but uh, some other thing at some other job is taking me away. So can you fill in next week for a couple of days? I'm asking you on the air, put you on the yeah. spot. Yeah, no problem, Louie. My pleasure. I, Perfect. I, I I know it's it's big boots, but it's a couple of days. I'll get through it. I'll manage, but. But hurry back. Okay, I, I will. Luckily, luckily, it's a pretty big game. I uh, I think uh, that you get to tee up uh, next week. Yes. So, uh, RJ, thanks for doing uh, that for me, and thanks for doing this today. I really appreciate it. 
No problem, Louie. Always good chatting with you. And my thanks to RJ Broadhead, play-by-play voice of the Ticats here on the Ticats Audio Network for joining me today. And uh, just a reminder to subscribe or like or uh, leave a review of the Ticats Audio Network wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And uh, you can catch a brand new episode of Samani Lawrence's podcast, Payment is Stop. Uh, he is joined by uh, Soraya Tinker of the Toronto Six. Uh, so you can catch that wherever you found this show on the Ticats Audio Network. Touchdowns and Tastings, presented by Peller Family Reserve, is back. Get some friends together and register as a group for this fun-filled evening. Thursday, September 29th at Tim Hortons Field. That's tomorrow. The evening will be hosted by Natalie Sexton, along with Ticats alum Andy Fantuz and Mike Daly, and includes wine tasting by Peller Family Reserve, on-field football instruction from current Ticats players, a Ticats locker room tour, and a gift bag, plus two tickets to an upcoming home game of your choice, all for only $95 bucks a person. Visit Ticats.ca for more. Uh, that'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.